0: Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz let there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about Fast and Furious 9 as well yes. as Loki Episode 3 and the latest news of the week. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my co-host John I can tell you're excited about Fast and Furious straight away. Yes,
1: but I'm excited to talk about it but uh, it's just the film itself. It's uh, it, it's a
0: film definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, cautiously yeah. excited
1: Yes, but I'm also
0: excited to talk about Logie. So ah, right. Interesting. Well, let's get let's get straight into it, shall we? Let's not let's not dilly-dally any moment more and let's talk about some Shazam Mm. news. We got our first like proper look at all the Shazam suits for the Shazam family, uh from the Director, I believe on uh Instagram did you see this picture of all the Shazam? Icons?
1: Yes, I did it looks great um I feel like uh the, oh who was the character who didn't have like a very proper Shazam costume? I remember one carrot in the in the in the first Shazam, but now she's got a better one um i don't, I forgot oh, the one. But she's
0: yeah. on the far right right Mary um, Marvel right yes. yeah well she. Yeah. In the first one she is played by an adult obviously like the kid version becomes the adult whereas this time the 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 superhero and the kid are played by the same person um because oh. uh apparently the idea is that uh the kid has grown up enough so it's the same person actually for that one so she doesn't turn oh. older or anything Oh so is that Oh okay that's yeah it's a weird one isn't it Yeah yeah,
1: because in in the comics, uh, Billy Baxter is a child, and then he Shazam. So it yeah. is that you know, as they grow older, are they going to be the same person? Or
0: that's a good question. That's, that's a, a good, good question. question, actually. Um, yeah, well, it's interesting because you know she is obviously considerably older than the rest of the kids. She was going to college, I believe, in the first film, and now yes. she's like actually like the the uh hero and i i don't i don't think it's gonna mean that people will know her identity i think the idea will still be that you know her identity is kept hidden but it i am interested you know i don't really yeah, know what this means
1: yeah that's really that's really cool thinking about you know like having the uh, as they
0: older they're the same person i like that, I like that. Mm. So, yeah so the, so the suits themselves they're a lot darker the colors are a lot darker What what yeah. what do you think about this
1: yeah, I, I I like it. It's a bit more, you know, order you know, a bit more suit it's, it's suitable. You know, <laughs> a bit so, more yeah. ah
0: suitable. I mean, it, no, suits well. suitable. <laughs> it's wow. <laughs> the right knee slapper for you there
1: oh it's a knee slapper right
0: there <laughs> Ooh. um yeah, yeah well there's like a lot more there's definitely a lot more detailing on it like for more patterns yeah but it is yeah. darker and i think i will miss the brighter colors i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah but it depends what kind of maybe they want to go for a darker tone
1: yeah well you know you know like what's the film getting into you know what you know with, with the costumes and you know, having that white atmosphere for the for the uh, thing because you can't have like a clown in a a very dark film. I mean, yeah, Joker. But I mean, if it's like a <laughs>
0: yeah, he, you know, they might be going for something you know that won't fit those really big. And obviously, last time there was a lot of like, especially for Zachary Levi, there was a lot of padding on the suit. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean, it's yeah, like a sure. lot of yeah.
0: like a lot of padding, um, you know, making it look bulkier, but I think it looked a little bit more lean, a little bit more natural this time around.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really like that.
0: Yeah, same. So we also got another trailer for Suicide Squad as well. So um, in this one, we kind of get a little bit more around Bloodsport, who is like, I, who's Idris Elba's character. And I guess maybe the main kind of character of the film get a little bit of the details of like his involvement. And I think it's interesting that he has a daughter and he's kind of fighting for her. I think that's very interesting because that is very similar to Deadshot in the original Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah. I I feel like that's going to be a bit more insight to uh, a character that we don't really know, but. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not going to be like the same, but it's, Daughter's looking up, you know, for mm. uh, her father because you can tell they have a le- very strong relationship. And, um, oh, what's his name? I've I, I forgot the name of it, it just uh, it was uh character. Da,
0: da, da, Blood Spot,
1: Spl- uh, Blood Spot. So that's going to be Split interesting blood. because, uh, he in a trailer, it's uh, Amanda Wallace said that she um, he shot. Uh, Superman, yeah, uh, the Kryptonite bullet. So that's uh, got me uh, perplexed because uh, we were just talking about this the other day, and uh, we were thinking which Superman. But now James mm-hmm. Gunn uh, has confirmed that he doesn't know which Superman is going to be referring to. But um, yeah, I'm I'm wondering where this is going. Uh, but I mean, I like high. the trailer. God. I like how the trailer you can see a lot more of the characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I feel like in the previous marketing, it's felt like we've only got, you know, we've only seen kind of like Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, and King Shark. I feel like in this trailer, we get a little bit more from the other members of the squad, get a little bit of Savant and, and Javelin and stuff like that. So, yeah. that, and the Thinker. Peter Capaldi cannot wait for that. Uh, um, yeah, but I think I think it's interesting about the Superman thing. I'd love it for it to be Henry. You know, I feel like in my heart I want it to be Henry Cavill because he is the Superman in this universe or is supposed to be.
1: But I yeah. don't.
0: I I th- I I think they're moving away from it. You know, I think you know they're seemingly wanting to introduce a new Superman. You know, they're seemingly wanting to. Push the Snyderverse out, and I don't think that there's going to be much room for um, the old stuff anymore. Apart from you know, yeah, of certain hoping, cast members.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to continue it, uh, with it as well. Uh We do see a lot more uh, musical sense with the style, mm. uh, especially with Harley Quinn. So if you yes. see that bit with Harley Quinn,
0: like it, it looks, it, yeah, it looks like Harley Quinn's kind of visual. uh uh, style is is moving over from Bird of Prey. Obviously, Bird to Prey has loads of like you know Harley Quinn kind of. Well, if Harley Quinn did Deadpool, loads of like animated seg uh, sequences and like really over the top things, and it seems this is carrying over, which I think is great.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm also. Uh, y- you would expect to see like uh, characters have their own style on screen, like you know that would like bring out the the. The how about that you know how unique that character is you know yeah. like Quinn. You, you could have like a blood sport one you know i think mm. i feel like they're gonna have that own style to that on the screen and i feel like it's gonna be it's not gonna be clustered which i really like because
0: yeah it, uh, it, it, it feels like it's gonna be well balanced
1: yeah especially uh the the tagline of the film don't get attached to
0: these characters or what right say. Exactly. yeah exactly yes. don't get too attached that is yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like there's a scene in the trailer where they kind of they talk about weasel and and um, one of the characters I can't remember his name, uh, <laughs> Pete Davidson's <laughs> character freak, freaks out because he thinks he might be a werewolf. And it's interesting because like they all kind of have like different yet similar kind of views on certain things. You know, I'm yeah. really excited to see people like yeah. Polka Dot Man, who looks just like so like silently crazy. You know?
1: Yeah, and just gonna be that he's gonna be like the relatable carrots like mm. <laughs> but i don't know but uh we, we never know but i i'm interested me too uh, i nathan mean i mean uh, nathan fillings ah,
0: carrots as well yes td is is he arm fall off boy we'll never know
1: i i'm so confused about that carrots because it, it what, what what does he do <laughs> does we'll he throw know. arms
0: does he throw maybe he does maybe that's his whole thing i mean that it's very interesting that they specifically decided to keep that hidden um so i reckon it's something to look forward to in the film is he going to
1: be like a very op character at the at at the end at the end of the film (laughs) or something but um yeah i'm yeah i'm excited for this film it it
0: looks great i love i mean james gunn did the wonders of guardians of the galaxy and it's great to see him step over to the dc side you know yeah 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 so when's that coming out august early august yes i think, I think like august. the sec no maybe not the second um 17th oh no 30th of july what yeah 30th of july <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need uh, mother- Yeah, honestly, it makes me so sad. I'm going to be on holiday um, for the first week of the release, so I won't get to watch it until I come back, and then obviously we'll do that to the podcast. Uh, But you know what's great about the Suicide Squad coming out? Yes. We're going to be doing a 2016 Suicide Squad extended edition on the podcast. Oh, boy. Literally (laughs) recording it next week. I am so excited to tear this film to shreds, and you've never seen it before, which is even... Even better. Are yeah. you excited?
1: No. <laughs> Why oh, not?
0: No. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, uh... our next piece of news is something that I am really excited for. We got oh. a trailer for Shang-Chi.
1: Yes, this oh, trailer. Man. was man. Unexpected. Right, so uh uh oh, let, let let's get things out of the way before we can talk about this huge, huge thing that just happened. So uh we see a lot more uh, uh the backbone of the story mm.
0: uh of Shang-Chi. Well, first uh, of all, first of all, I just wanna I just wanna say why have we not got a Spider-Man trailer yet? Come on, guys. I want a Spider-Man trailer. Okay, continue. Uh, <laughs> really you want you want a spider-man trailer i want to know what's even... happening john i'm, I'm okay I'm, I'm, I'm okay scared. Chill,
1: chill chill
0: chill i'm, scared, I'm not
1: even excited for a spider-man trailer for anything because you know we we know it's going to be cluttered we know yes, it's going to be
0: we do but i love oh my god guess what i bought you'll never you'll, you'll be so happy wait spider-man life story yes yes <laughs> Uh, i've got oh so many God. things to read though don't expect me to read it anytime soon but i have got it it's in my house it's it's ready for consumption anyway oh please Shang-Chi. bring, ti- bring
1: tissues sorry okay i will so, bring tissues uh, i always have tissues That's okay funny. so you okay so we see the backbone of the story you're mm.
0: giving a lot more about shang chi I'm, I'm happy about... we haven't seen too much from the mandarin yet yes I and mean, we've seen uh, a little bit you like... know here and there but i really want to you know and Guy Pearce just him. comes out. And goes, <laughs> I, I am the Mandarin. Mandarin. <laughs> He's got his it's dragon awesome. <laughs> tattoos on his on his chest. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be that, so good. G- no, honestly. G- obviously, obviously, at the end of this trailer, obviously we get the big kind of abomination and what looks like yes. Wong. But yeah, I would love for them to bring back Trevor. Oh my god! Yes. Trevor, yes. right? Uh, yeah my name's trevor trevor slattery um i'm an actor don't shoot the face he is honestly i love him so much in iron man three i want to because obviously there's the there's the marvel one shot where trevor gets like taken by the by the mandarin oh um by the real mandarin have you seen it it's called all hail the king no yeah well yeah, early phase two they did like marvel one shots which are like Ten, like five 10 minute shorts and this one trevor is in prison and he gets like interviewed and then the interviewer turns out to be working for the real mandarin and at the end of the short trevor gets taken by the real mandarin this was like 2013 when this was made right oh really yeah oh. it came on like the thor of the dark world blu-ray right so yeah technically in canon trevor is with the mandarin right now oh my god what does he that is. mean they could Wait. they could bring ben kingsley back i would love that so much oh uh, i feel like he's
1: gonna make a scene in there or you know something that po- goes I- i'd
0: through. love a post-credit scene with him in it yeah he'll That's just great. go
1: guys i'm no longer
0: the actor <laughs> i am the mandarin i am the mandarin yeah i want we need the mandarin to yell i am the mandarin at some point i mean come, Guy Pierce. imagine guy
1: Pierce, oh my god he's gonna be in the flashback scene or something
0: oh my I god oh i would I, I i i can't tell you if they connected Shang-Chi to um Iron Man 3 i would be so happy i mean yeah, yeah Iron Man 3 is one of my favorite MCU films i think it's so mm. underrated oh yeah I Iron it.
1: Man 3 is so
0: underrated like i love it so much oh uh,
1: like it's
0: it's got Don we'll, Cheadle we'll in talk it. We can talk about Iron Man we'll 3. Yeah, one, one day we'll, we'll cover Iron Man 3, maybe before Armor Wars or the Iron Heart thing. Who knows? Anyway, Shang-Chi, I can't Abundant. wait, man. It looks amazing. Honestly, uh, Bill Pope doing all the cinematography, all the action scenes, all the colors look so, so cool. Everything has. And yeah, right. As well. it, it doesn't seem to have any kind of color wash on it, and I know that's not saying much because MCU trailers in the past have had color, and then the films have been washed out of color, you know. But for what we're seeing right now, it looks like it has so much color, so much style, you know, like all the action seems different and and and, you know, and kinetic, and it's taking so much like inspiration from Hong Kong like cinema. It it, yeah. it sounds so. It just looks so cool, and obviously the big thing at the end of the trailer is Abomination versus Wong. I think that, that I'm awesome. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I'm. When's that coming out? November or no September,
0: August? Uh, September, early September. Um, oh, be, that will be fine. September third, be... yeah, third September.
1: No, that's that's fine because I don't go back to that day. So that'll be a nice day to go and see it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I think it's going to be great. Um, it looks like they've. I, I mean, obviously, we already knew that Abomination was going to be in She-Hulk. Uh, is yes. going to be in She-Hulk. Yes. Um, but oh, I'm
1: wondering. Uh, wait, wait. Here's the real question. Yeah,
0: Will Tim Roth?
1: We're probably We're we as... Well,
0: Tim Roth is going to be in She-Hulk, so I wonder. He might be in it. Mm.
1: <laughs> yes, Who knows?
0: that'd yeah. be great.
1: Oh, oh imagine there was like a flashback scene with Ed Norton. Okay, I'm getting too far. Uh, what?
0: <laughs> that'd be yeah. me. Honestly, they should make um Incredible Hulk like a scroll thing. I don't know how they would do that, but I think that would be so um fun. Oh
1: no, you know what'd be really cool? Like we just found out that the Hulk was a scroll this whole entire time.
0: Well, in Endgame, yes. <laughs> But we don't know. We don't know. But yeah, well, no. obviously, and, and I don't know if this is confirmed, but I think it looks like Abomination is fighting Wong. It yeah. lo- obviously looks like Abomination has evolved. He's, he's greener. He's got, like, the ears and, like, the fins. Looks a lot more like in the comics. And now this is a, a wild bit of speculation, John. Are you sitting down? Yes. Right. So Simu Li, who obviously plays Shang-Chi, tweeted about the trailer. It gets even better. Trust, and I'm gonna give you a really, really wild bit of speculation here. But if you're saying that it gets even better, and obviously okay. the abomination is in a cage, cage fight, right? Yeah. Who else is a cage fighter in Marvel? Uh, Wolverine. Right. What if Wolverine's in it? I know that's ridiculous. I know that's like so far. Uh, okay, that that would be amazing. Too far. That would be amazing. I would be so happy if you did that. Okay,
1: <laughs> uh, that <laughs> oh, is no. a wild, wild speculation. Yeah, but
0: speculate responsibly, ladies and gents. I mm, but... only a cameo. No I'm saying, you. like, you know. Here's the
1: thing, though. Here's the thing, though. When was uh, okay? Uh, no, when was uh, Logan set? Uh, twenty
0: twenty nine, I think. And the MC is currently in in 2023. Yeah, when is Logan sets? Yeah, 2029. So like, but I don't I don't think they would do. I think they do a new Logan, obviously. Um, maybe,
1: maybe, Oh, maybe it's like uh Logan
0: nearly old, like you can see the little bit grey. Mm. Mm. Well, that mm. is if they want to bring back Hugh Jackman and connect it to the X Men films, Tom, but Tom, he he's gone. He, he won't. But, no, um, no, he's not. He'll come back. He'll come back in the heat of battle. No, I, yes, they they're gonna have a real field day when it comes to recasting Wolverine. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Shall we <clears> talk <throat> about Loki in terms uh, yes, of, of Yes, yes.
1: Let's talk about Loki. I feel like we have got a whole uh a lot of Marvel to talk about. So
0: yeah, we do. So Loki episode three, lamentis. What do you think?
1: Yes, Lamentis was, okay, so first of all, it was a dump of exposition, which I really liked because there wasn't a lot of action to delve into, but mm. there was, was a bit of it at the end. But mm. I really liked seeing uh, the character uh, in interaction with Sylvie and Loki and, you know, how yes. they differ and how they talk about the experiences with their mother, uh, with each of their mothers. uh, And, you know, it really impacted of, you know, seeing a different uh, Loki or Sylvie, you know, how they work their own way, you know, what their goal is. And it's it's very interesting to see that. I, I really like that one.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. I think, you know, the best parts of this episode were... You know the scenes. Spoilers, by the way. And um, the scenes on the train. You know where they're just all those scenes where they're walking and talking about. You know how they yeah. are similar and different as Loki's. You know how and 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 I think taking a breath to get to know Sylvie is really really good idea, especially in terms of like the character. However, I do have to say in terms of plot. I'm a little bit confused because this seems to be just a, you know, a pointless side quest that isn't going to take the plot anywhere, and obviously it's taking the characters places, which is a good thing. But if it isn't impacting the plot, then what? What's the? You know, like I feel like they should be both be complementing each other. It's not, you know, they were literally right in front of the door to take them to the timekeepers, and now we're doing this little side quest thing. I'm sure the side quest will become more relevant but for now it it, it kind of just feels like we're just kind of uh filling time you know we've got six episodes let's fill time before we have to you know in terms of again in terms of the plot because i think the character work in this episode was really really strong um i like how they're stranded on like a, a different planet the The planet could have been more interesting i guess uh definitely i like seeing the civilization at the end and some of the train but for a lot of it it was just them walking around kind of like gravel quarries with like a purplish tint and a couple of meteors yeah. it wasn't completely you know engaging the whole time and the character work was great but i feel like it could have had more plot relevance you know
1: yeah uh but it's it's definitely not a filler episode but i feel like no. it's a bridge it's a bridge yeah. to the second act which i believe because t- tom hiddleston said that episode 4 Is the things where you know get things get started? I I think that's what you said. So well,
0: I mean, there's six episodes in total, so we're halfway through at this point. So you know, I I hope that we kind of get more to kind of sink our teeth into. Um, you know, um, but I I'm worried because six episodes, you know, it's not easy to because like you know there's a there's a lot to do in such a small, you know, span of time. And you know, if you think about where Falcon and Winter Soldier was at this point, things seemed a lot more established. Obviously, one division had nine episodes, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, by the time you got to the end of, of episode three, you know, they got Zemo out. You know, John Walker has begun his kind of path. You know, the the stakes with the um, Super Soldier Serum and the Power Broker and the. Um, uh, the Flag smashes. everything has been, you know, established, as, and as has the journey of Bucky and Sam. E- everything is set in motion pretty much from the get-go. But episode three, you know, everything, we know everything. But I feel like we still don't know a lot about Loki. Yeah. I, we still don't really know where Loki's going as a character. Don't really know what Sylvie's deal is. The Time Bureau is, the the, the, the Time Variance Authority is... TV is- tva is 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 surrounded in mystery still and i don't want it to be like wandavision where we get drip fed the answers um yeah i I want you know i want i want i want to be able to see the character development in relation to the plot you know
1: yeah and yeah it it doesn't really have any impact to the show but i really want to see some really game changing stuff like with loki Mm. uh but I feel like this is gonna be a One Division thing again. Uh because I, I
0: hope not, man. Because I this, hope I hope not. I, I think I think this show is stronger than One Division in Yeah, in a lot of, of the like, character work.
1: Yeah. And in terms of uh the concept, it's just a way better concept that
0: you Yeah, know... it's a very interesting concept, but I don't want them to waste that. They introduced the there's like a whole like mystery about the TDA that that all the people who work for the TVA are variants, which I think is very interesting. But because we are totally isolated from the TVA this whole time, we don't see, you know, we don't see how the TVA um, workers react to that. We don't see, you know, any of, uh, you know, any of the emotions that would come with that. Or again, you know, what the deal, you know, what the reaction of the uh, timekeepers is to any of this. So... I'm just kept wondering, and with WandaVision I we were kept wondering for so long, and 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 then where it went with it was so disappointing. Um, and I just hope this show, I I really hope it picks up in in so many ways.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it it it's yeah. I just don't know what to say more about the episode, but I did like the uh the color palette of it. It just fits. It's it's different. I, I really like uh, I really
0: like the um the civilization they end up in at the end.
1: Yeah, but the yeah, city yeah.
0: I I would have loved it if the whole episode was in that in that city because it was very interesting place. Um, yeah. you know, alien civilizations and all. Yeah, uh,
1: but I did really like the
0: the the the
1: camera work at the end of it. You know, when Loki and Sylvie are you like fighting through, uh, what they're doing, uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just very engaging to look at, very
0: refreshing. But I, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, but then the episode ends, and you just go, what? "What was that episode?" So yeah, it was a very
0: uh... abrupt end. I'm not really sure why it ended like that. Um and, and and I hope that we don't spend the rest of the next episode on Lamentis One. I hope that we instead jump around a little bit. There's still a lot of things, you know, that. I'd like to see explored like they haven't really played around round of time travel yet. And I've really like to haven't. see them obviously that we have seen time travel, but I'd, you know, I feel like they could have a lot more fun with earth in the same way they did DB Cooper in the first episode. They could have loads of fun with like the, the earth and um, the earth's timeline, you know, I would love to see some of the stuff that it's, that the show has talked about, you know, I'd love to see them go back to Ragnarok Stuff like that I think would be really compelling.
1: Hmm. Uh yeah, I feel like I'm hoping I'm hoping that not gonna waste uh, you know not, you know, exploring other things as well in the TVA, you know, time travel, you know what you said, but I really want the characters to explore more of the TVA and you know, specifically the things that you do, but I feel like they're just concentrating on Loki and then you got the villain, although I don't know,
0: but um, yeah, yeah, I feel like we were yet to have some proper you know uh you know emotional character beats, like you know, in one of it like in the first episode, we had this whole you know moment where Loki saw his life and he had a pretty a bit of a breakdown, we saw his death more accurately, and I really like the idea of him you know reacting to that and i'd like more powerful emotions such as this you know we had them in wandavision especially towards the end when wander and vision you know um part we had it in falcon winter soldier with bucky bucky's kind of ptsd and you know sam's torment and especially with isaiah bradley i i, yeah. I really i'd really like to see more of that from loki and, and because the plot is crawling along so much and because we're getting some really compelling scenes, honestly, of, you know, them just talking about the meaning of life and stuff like that, having ethical questions. That's really cool. But the plot hasn't gone like it hasn't really progressed over the three episodes. The characters are being explored, but it's crawling along and there's only six episodes and I'm worried.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit worried now. So hopefully they're going to change the pace. So yeah. Hopefully so. Um what would you give this episode out of ten?
0: Oh that's a good question. That's a good question indeed. Um I would give it seven, maybe six. Same as same yeah, as the other two, yeah. really.
1: Yeah, six. i i'm being critical, yeah, six. for enjoyment, seven. So I agree. Yeah, so, same able, as the other two. Yeah. So hopefully it will change the pace with this one um yeah I hope so uh yes so
0: shall we move on to fast and oh, furious number oh,
1: 9
0: yes number 9 fast 9 the fast saga fast and furious 9 furious 9 yes. f9 fact, it fact, has so fam, many names
1: family. Family. Family, family family and furious family. and
0: fast and 9
1: uh fam, fam and fa, family and family 9 There's 9 Family well, it's,
0: all, it's all about families, right? uh, it's family it's all about family oh, power family <laughs> so like just very quickly, I think it's just, you know fair we haven't uh, we talked about it on the pod, but we haven't really kind of covered our thoughts on the other fast and furious films. safe to say that we're we're, we're fans of the franchise yes um I, you know i personally, seven is my favorite, it's the gold yes. standard. 8 is wasn't as good. And I think all of them are about, you know, like, I think two is the worst by far.
1: Yeah. But um, like They
0: all kind of sit in the five, you know, six, seven, eight out of tens. I think seven is more of a nine maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, but my favorites, like uh, four, five, six, and seven are the best mm. ones. Like five really changed it because, you know, that was like the really start of the, the, you know the proper fast and furious you know i mean like
0: yeah they already they already like, went into some of the ridiculous stuff and really went with it um, and yeah. and i guess and here we are with with 9 it's supposed to come out last year but here we are it's out yes. this year we uh we we hit the cinema on on thursday didn't we john yes oh boy what uh, an ex- what an experience we had
1: yes so what uh, what are, what are to, your thoughts uh i mean it, it, this was my first time going back to the cinema for a while, yeah. Uh, and this was uh, not a great experience. Mm. Yeah. So uh, in the theater, uh, in the
0: theater, uh, in the cinema... went to <laughs> went to watch Fast and Furious as a <laughs> Shakespeare play. It was it was it was it was it was a, it was a theater experience, right?
1: Oh, oh, um, Ian old McKellen was. It?
0: Ian McKellen played John Cena and Patrick Stewart played Vin Diesel. It was magical. Oh my God. It really I was. Mean, that scene when they go to the moon. Wow. Oh yeah. Spoil- spoilers, by the way. They don't go to um, the moon, but spoilers. I'm kidding. I'm doing the Shakespeare thing, but spoilers, yes. Yeah, remember so Macbeth my when goes to the moon.
1: On, uh, my thoughts on this film, I was disappointed
0: a bit. Same. Um, I- I've been to the yeah. cinema... Since it opened, you know, I've been to cinema like uh, like a lot of times, maybe like ten times, and you know, I I was disappointed. I must say, I really was. Um, yeah, you know, it was it was a film that I was really looking forward to see. Same, uh, same.
1: Uh, because like the Fast and Furious, we watched
0: it like a year ago, and we, just we did. Them. We watched the first seven we- films, and we came back last weekend. We watched eight. I uh, haven't watched Hobbs and Shaw, sure, but we watched, uh, you know, we got everything um, ready. Yeah, but the one thing that I just really want the, the film
1: franchise to stop at seven, because that would have been the perfect way to end a franchise. Yeah, but- I agree um other directors had to decided to step in and do something which I didn't want them to do so yeah we'll, uh, well
0: I'm sure we'll cover it one day but I think James Wan brought something really really what good to the, to the franchise I think it's the most emotionally charged film with the most you know yeah. character yeah. moments with you know some of the best action set pieces and, yes oh my god um, yes yeah it's um, it's it, 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 I think since then it it hasn't it's been less about those emotional moments and more about uh, the action. I mean, when we were in the cinema at the end of the film, as soon as the action finished, about twenty people just got up and left. Yeah, like they thought
1: that... the action was over, but no.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, literally the last scene was was like the 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 um the family barbecue scene, and,
1: yeah.
0: and it was so upsetting because that should it shouldn't that shouldn't be what the film's about, you know
1: yeah uh but okay so i it it didn't have that magic when watching fast and furious because i mean seven uh six no five six seven were like the best ones to watch you know like if you want to get into it and it, it it was the magic you know between family you know you really connected with the with the characters i mean brian oh my god brian you just he loved the characters so much and yeah the
0: uh, the i mean in so many ways the fast and furious franchise lost something huge when when you know paul walker passed away yeah and it hasn't been the same yeah, since and it
1: i was just looking at like videos of like news report of paul walker passed away because i didn't really look into that as much um, but I did know he died when I was watching the, the seven for the first time, mm. and but now it, it's just a bit. It hits harder because, uh, oh my god! Last year I remember there was a video I I sent it to you, but it came out. It um, Paul Walker's uh, daughter posted a video of, uh, no, uh, of hi of her and him having fun. You know, like. That having that moment, and it was sad because you know he passed away, and uh, and yeah. he brought that magic, he, he was like the real human being. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, the, there's a moment at the end of the fi- right at the end of the film, spoilers, of course. They kind of say, Oh, they're about to say grace, and then I th- and then Dom says, Oh, no, it's not, not we can't say it yet because we're missing one person, and and um.
1: You turned
0: to me. And, and I was like, no. And Mia says, oh, yeah, he'll be here in a bit. And then it cuts to this car d- driving down the road and pulling up. And I we thought that they were going to do, you know, CGI Paul Walker. I was so shocked.
1: I was like, what the? What is happening? And they didn't do it. No.
0: Yeah, they didn't do it.
1: They didn't but... do it. I can't believe it. But. I I don't know, so uh yeah okay let's get into the let's get into the mess of this film the right
0: Right.
1: so the film uh didn't have it was a different Fast and Furious film let me tell you uh, straight off the bat it was a different one it didn't have the magic it didn't have a lot of stuff that really you know what made Fast and Furious but.
0: It, I yeah, I, it, I
1: appreciate the the take you know a different direction to it like I mean, I mean it
0: re- it it did really try it started with this you know flashback of Dom's uh, father's death you know yeah and throughout the film you get these flashbacks to young Dom and young Jacob and you know establishing their relationship it was extremely jarring and it, it it's so weird because the film wanted to, you know, establish this relationship and, you know, present these, these really emotional moments. But in doing so, you lose the emotions of what is happening, you know, um, in the actual like, ongoing plot. Han's alive. And yeah. we, barely, we barely get to see anyone reacting to it. People are just and like, so oh my god, I knew it. It was like, no, 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 no. You should be like, this should be like a really powerful moment. You know,
1: I, they didn't really react to that. Uh, uh, <sighs> that I wish breathe, John, could... breathe, breathe, buddy. <laughs> OK, OK. I feel like the film is too cluttered with everything that's going on, because especially um, this problem of that problem of this. OK, so. Uh... OK, so what fell <laughs> okay, really so... out of uh, what? felt really out of place was the the flashbacks but Mm. i appreciate the flashbacks because they felt you know realistic you know it felt you know what to that
0: but it was the only point of it was the only point of character moment you know kind of like development in the film which is good but like it felt like we barely got any of that from any of the other characters
1: yeah, I feel like we don't get any background to a lot of the characters that we know specifically. I mean, in Too Fast and Furious we get to see Roman, Brian, Tej, but we don't really,
0: you know, delve deep
1: into the relationships. We, we, the it, it,
0: when when we start the film in present day, it starts with um Letty and and and, and Dom, you know, together, retired on a farm and the oh, film yeah. The film, yeah, remember that? The film barely gives this concept any time to breathe. It barely establishes this as an idea before, you know, it's hardly one scene in before, you know, Roman Tej and Ramsey arrive all saying, hey, time to uh, get back into the game. And and, and, and it barely, you know, needs any convincing. It gets straight to it, you know, which I think is really, I was very disappointed by. Yeah. you know if I you're gonna like, do a story where somebody you know retires and then has to come back to the game the moment where they come back to the game has to be like a real you know they have to be really pushed into it i feel
1: yeah i feel like uh it, it's the there's a film with clean eastwood called unbroken and it's like an old western man who's trying to get back into you know being a gunslinger and he's yes. like really struggling like like in James Bond in Skyfall, you know he's really struggling to do these exercises or to do you know to do that. I feel like I want to see the you know, uh, the limit. You know, to see what Dom has because yes. I don't feel like Dom has any weaknesses. And I was really, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, he's like th- basically like Thanos right now. Yeah, he's God. Uh, he's
0: God basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or Dark Side, but um, ah, yes. yeah. So with the problem. With with these films is that they don't really center on the weaknesses of the character because yeah. if you see the weakness of the character, we feel a bit more aligned with them. We feel a bit, you know, we feel like we feel sorry for them. We feel, you know, emo- on an emotional level. I,
0: I and that's like... what that's what I feel Brian brought. He was an everyman. He was, you oh, know. Yeah. It, it felt like he had, you know, the um uh, the weaknesses that you're talking about, it felt like he had the, um, you know, the opportunity to, you know, live among Dom who is, and Dom is basically just, as you say, un- he's unstoppable. He's unbeatable. He has literally no weaknesses. And, you know, there's a point in the film where Dom kind of self sacrifices himself and it just feels so flat because you just know that, that he's going to be fine. You know,
1: yeah, he's gonna be fine. And even uh,
0: when, even when it brings back like Han, and Han has never been an unbeatable character. He gets beat up in most of the films. You know, he gets, um, you know, like, like when everyone else is just like, having fights, he's the one who gets his ass-, ass handed to him. And he comes back, and you know, it doesn't feel like there's, there's rarely a moment where they're yeah. struggling, like really, really struggling. Obviously, there are small moments in the action scenes. There's a cool, you know, cool little action scene uh, uh, in a truck with like the magnets and yeah, the magnets that, that was cool. Yeah, the whole idea of the magnets is used quite well, but it's 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 boring because it's flat and there's no, you know, the, the, the you stakes know, really don't feel like they're yeah. there.
1: Yeah. And the stakes didn't really feel high in this one because in seven it was like with Shaw, you know, destroying every yes. bit of the family. That one.
0: Like yeah, right. That the, I mean they they Basically, Six established Shaw so well as a villain. He was done so well. And then he, he literally blows up the main house. If you want, you know, a weakness right there, he hits them right where, you know, it hurts. And, and, and again, Seven does these things so well. Yeah. Nine and... attempts to build a, a really good villain through a series of flashbacks. And I love John Cena, man. But John, yeah, Cena, John Cena, he didn't John do Cena's anything. Play.
1: Yeah, I feel like the, he was wasted in this film. He, he didn't have any impact to... Any, I, I just feel like with, with the character, I feel like it, it was out of place uh, with the flashbacks because uh, you can see in the flashbacks that he he, he wanted to be a better toretto. He wanted to be someone else. And yeah. now he's like this street performance, massive army guy. And I felt yeah, what? He, How he did he have spends- like that
0: transition? He spends the whole film saying, oh, this spy stuff, this is my thing. He spends the whole film saying that and everyone else says to him that you're living in your brother's shadow. And his arc is so confusing because he's because he gets betrayed and he decides to, you know, be good. He decides to, like, help Dom out. It, you know, oh, his arc yeah. is, is like half of an arc. You know, it's like they just forgot the second half existed. You know, and it happens in an action scene. There might be one shot of him looking, you know, like thinking about his decision, but like it, it barely has any time to kind of work. I mean, he's not the only villain in this. You've got Otto. The is he Swedish? The Swedish oh, like that, that, was
1: that was his name.
0: Yeah, his name's Otto. Otto.
1: Like... I didn't know that
0: was his name. Right. Was just... Just... Yeah, he was just there being, you know, like. The tech guy being made fun of, and I don't understand why he's there because they literally had Cipher. Cipher yeah, could have done that. I feel
1: like it, yeah, there's a lot of pointless characters in in, in
0: this film that yeah. didn't have any impact. Ha- I mean, and... half of the good guys you could take out, you know, yeah.
1: like you don't but, need. Yeah.
0: You barely need Roman and Tej at this point, you know. But I, I, I really like Roman and Tej but. me too but like you know their their relevancy to the plot you know so their roles can be interchanged with so many different people you know
1: yeah and i i feel like with this film it i don't know where this is going and i'm a bit worried about the two other films or the next other film yeah Uh, and i'm hoping it will go on a emotional struggle with these characters and you know to be very careful of uh, the stuff with with the characters because the characters are the most important uh, things in film because they're pushing the story, they're pushing the narrative and they're changing uh, the whole of the story. They're changing situations, they're changing things and you got to be the mind of that. you got to be careful about that as well. So with John Cena's character, it didn't have any impact at all. And, yeah. he, and it, it was pointless to do because as you said, the character arc wasn't there. Uh, it was confusing uh, and other pointless characters as well. But if you take time to think about, you know, Dom and the weaknesses that he has, you know, what makes him a Teresa, you know, what, you know, I don't feel like the film did not least really spread, you know, the, the character's motivation, you know, like, being a bear, Tuerto, you know, what I mean, but they didn't really expand upon that. You know, at the beginning of the film, they explore about his father, but I feel that like that's was was wasted about like what what means to be a, a Tuerto, you know? What I Yeah, mean?
0: yeah. Dom Dom never has that change, whereas you know, it's kind of presented that maybe he should change his whole kind of. Like, the, 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 there's a thing with him where it's like, you know, he kicked his brother out of his family. Um, you know, for a misunderstanding, and you know that could be a character flaw, but it isn't. You know, Dom isn't. He's as in all the other films, he's a perfect Superman. You know, he's he's literally you know got nothing, you know, um wrong with him. You know, as you, again, you said no weaknesses. Um, I I, I do want to kind of switch gears and talk about something like something that I did genuinely like that I thought was. So ridiculous, but like also amazing at the same time.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, do you know what I, I'm talking about right now? Yes, I do. Um, like, guys, guys, they 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 go to space. Yes, yes. <laughs> they, they, I don't, I don't even know what it, it was. We,
1: okay, <laughs> I remember specifically in the cinema, where we just looked at each other and going, "What? The like, heck? what
0: is is that? Like, it was." So first of all, they brought back the crew from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which was so cool. That was probably my favorite scene in the film when they were testing out the rocket car.
1: OK, <laughs> I, yeah.
0: The funniest moment where um, where they said, you know, Dom Toretto centers, and they all turn around dramatically and just go, who's who that? Who's that? <laughs> who's Dom Toretto? It's, it was hilarious. I thought it was amazing
1: yeah uh and, yeah i love that and i i don't know why uh what, what was this actor what was this actor he was in tokyo drift he was the the
0: main character lucas uh, black
1: yeah lucas yeah i feel like he was a bit different in this one he was oh in-
0: well it's weird it's weird because <laughs> tokyo drift was like Two thousand and eight, I think, maybe something like that, and and Fast and Furious Seven was two thousand and thirteen, I think, um, and no, twenty thirteen doesn't sound right, um, uh, but like, and this is obviously twenty nineteen, I think, when they when they um, filmed it, but it's like, they like he is aged, man. Okay, so Tokyo Drift was in two thousand yes. and six, yes. Fast and Furious Seven was in twenty fifteen. So uh, already nine years in between those two, and then another like four years. He's uh, he's like aged, and he's he's still supposed to be like in his early twenties. I don't know how old. Oh he is, god, that'd be old. Oh no. But like he's supposed to be like in his early twenties or something. Um, you know. So yeah, I definitely yeah. He's thirty eight. He's thirty eight years old, and he's supposed to be like in his in his uh, in his early like. Um, like twenties, maybe mid twenties, something like that. It was it was bonkers, but I love seeing them back. And when they went to space, it was it was crazy, man.
1: Yeah, uh, but it it, it was a ridiculous film. But I okay, there was the weirdest thing that you know the film it, it just is self aware. Like the characters yes. Roman and Tej, they are just you know talking about like the craziest things that we have done. And the one thing that really, really confused me was when, you know, uh, there was like smoke and like bullet marks or like uh, gunshots.
0: Yeah, Um, bullet holes in his jacket.
1: Yeah, I was like, what? What? Is the film telling them that they're basically gods?
0: Yeah, there was this whole scene where where (laughs) Roman was like, we're basically invincible. And I'm like, like, it was such a strange thing. Well, obviously, yeah, we're po- they're poking fun at themselves. But it was such a strange thing to acknowledge. Because it's like, yeah, you really like, do get away with everything. Like I, like, I don't know how. It's ridiculous. It's mad. Um, I, I, you know, I thought that... <laughs> you know when they're in space, right? And yeah. they realize that they can't take out the satellite. And Roman does this monologue he's like we're we're not we're not invincible and we've got to save our friends and and it's like it's like sad music you know like while like you watch like dom like get into this like armored truck and like you know we watch everyone and it's like really like emotional music and like it's like in slow motion and and they like shoot through the thing and it's so i thought they were gonna kill roman and tege man i really thought they were gonna die
1: yeah, I I actually thought they were gonna die. I, you, you could have heard me in the cinema going, "No, no."
0: Yeah, I, no. Did. I did. I heard you, and I was like, "This is this is not happening. They're not about to do this." And they didn't, obviously. But like, I feel like maybe if one of them died, that might have been.
1: I you know, it wouldn't. That fit might have been film. really emotional, wouldn't, you know. It would. It wouldn't fit the entire film because like the film is just so cluttered back like with the flashbacks with mm. Han and especially with the, the woman, uh, the girl who can control the, yeah. The the, the,
0: the, yeah. The, the, Mac, the MacGuffin of the film is this thing that can shut down all the electricity like in a city or something, in the world or something. It can scramble all the, I can't remember. And, and the key is this girl who Han was sent to, to 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 kill her parents, no, steal from her parents, and he ended up raising her. So Han has had like a, a adopted daughter this whole time. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it's it's a bit confusing.
0: So it is, and I didn't. I mean, I think my least favorite part from Fast and Furious Eight was their cipher. I don't like Cipher as a character. Oh
1: god, Cipher. I mean Charlie's
0: Charlie's Theron is an amazing actress, but she whispers every single line.
1: She's it's kind of, annoying. It's
0: like and she's kind of like, "Oh, dumb from brother Charlie, versus brother." Th- th-
1: th- this is going to be you know, different. Do not whisper because that would It's like when... she,
0: it's like she's going <laughs> to fall asleep and Obviously, they're building her up to be this big bad guy, you know, like she's she's got like a kind of she's, she's the main antagonist in eight. She's a secondary antagonist in nine. They I thought they'd killed her at one point. They pulled an Iron Man three on us and had her like flying a drone that gets exploded. That yeah. was mad. But like, yeah, so she she is she's alive. Um. So I guess that's what's going to happen in eight. They're going to fight Cypher again. Yay. Yeah.
1: So the film itself is a bit of a mess, but mm. there was some really moments. Uh, there was great moments. That I realized.
0: I agree. Uh, I, the action was great. Every yeah, action, the action scene, great. I I had so much fun. You know, they were yeah. fast. They were furious, and that's all I need. You know, like that. Those those moments were definitely the 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 highlights of the film.
1: Yeah, and. I wish there was like a lot more, more, lot more things to explore, like between the relationship between, uh, sorry, the relationship between Dom and uh, wait, what was his name?
0: Whose name? Oh, Jacob. 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 Sorry. <laughs> uh, Dom and Jacob. Y- you know, you know the guy, the 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 brother, the main like the guy who was supposed to care about for some reason. Oh, oh that. Guy. Oh, oh yeah.
1: So I wish that they look into the story more rather than the action because I feel like that's the main problem with Hollywood, that they're looking at the f- action, which I appreciate because today I was looking at, uh, well, if they do more practical, I was watching a YouTube video on Fast and Furious and I'll send a link to you right now, Tom, because this, right. uh, this was shown in Fast and Furious 9 uh huh. Oh no, sorry. Fast and Furious uh, Five. They kind of sound like the same. Sorry. What? Come on. What? Where's the?
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Fa- fast fast Five. Fast Nine. Yeah, I get that.
1: Yeah. Here we go. So, with this one, uh, this whole section in Fast and Furious was completely, uh, so hard to do, and this was entirely real.
0: Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Where the whole. For those of you who don't know, this is the um the the scene where they drag the the vault through Brazil, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that's mad. I mean, the stunts that they do, you know, the 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 car stunts are incredible. And you know, there's never a dull moment whenever they're driving. And obviously that's like the 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 the, the stuff that half the people clearly what half the people come to the film for. So, like, you know, because in the cinema, people were on their phones when it wasn't action, you know? Like, this is, yeah. like, literally what people come for. And obviously, like, you know, it's cool that everyone enjoys it. And and we were in a packed cinema. First time, like, I've been in a cinema that packed since, like, I don't know, like, Rise of Skywalker, right? Late 2019. Um so you know that's all really cool you know in fast and furious eight when they are when all the cars are like falling yes that that was practical too oh yeah 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 that was all practical wow uh yeah i
1: i got you know give uh, appreciation to the you know it's so hard to do and they're trying to do Something uh, on a different level, so mm. I, I, I got to uh, give tops to that. But with the problem is that there was a lot of over, a little bit of over, over saturation with this film, uh, and I felt like that it was showing the film, you know, the characters to be very invincible, uh, 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 invincible. Uh, yes, um, yeah, they were very splat. Yeah, just. Yeah, it, it the film just felt very flat. Uh, but there
0: was some good moments that it, it was it was there. Uh, it, it, yeah, it was better than Fast and Furious Eight. Very, and, uh,
1: oh yes, it is,
0: it is. and better and better than Fast and Too Fast Too Furious. So you know, but like, I feel like I might have had the least fun with this than any other Fast and Furious film. I feel like I enjoyed every single other one more which is really sad. Mm. So
1: (sighs) I'm hoping that the next film won't do anything too closely because I want something to focus on one thing Mm. and not to be focused on other things like, um, you know, with some side problems as well, not to uh, make excuses for these characters. So definitely. So, oh, and one oh, confusing on. thing is, Mr. Nobody, what happened to him? Is he dead? Is he gone
0: yeah, somewhere? Yeah, they. To- I mean, that must have been something that they're leaving for uh, uh, Fast and Furious Ten. But like, yeah, where did he go? Also, what happened to Little Nobody? You know, like this. This series never leaves a stone unturned. Every single character has come back. Their fates have been explained to everyone. What happened to Little Nobody? Like, if Mr. Nobody's plane was hijacked. You know, and and you know, there wasn't any like dead bodies or anything. Is are are all these people like being held captive? And I feel like we should probably address the post credit scene as well.
1: Oh yes, the post credit
0: scene. Uh, uh, Shaw has Otto, right? It was Otto, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, he has him, and he's like beating him up, and he gives him this drive. What was on the drive? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It was boxing. <laughs> he, was, boxing. He, was, he, was, he was like, he was giving him a little bit of a, a you know, a, a hit. It, um, Otto was tied in like a, uh, in a punching bag. And he gives him like this file that has like this data on it. And then Han arrives and it's very ominous. Do you think that Han is after what is ev- whatever is on the file? Does he want revenge on Otto for trying to kill Han's adopted daughter? Or do you think Han is out for revenge on Shaw? What do you think? I'm wondering,
1: is there going to be like a huge fight scene at the beginning of 10?
0: Maybe. 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 Well, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I thought that they were now kind of doing Hobbs and Shaw and then Hobbs and Shaw weren't going to be in Fast and Furious anymore. But apparently not.
1: Yeah, um, hmm. so I'm wondering what's gonna happen next
0: uh, for these films. Well, I'll tell you what happens next. Um, (laughs) uh, Vin Diesel wants to have a Fast and Furious musical. That's all I'm gonna say. Wait, what? (laughs) And and he, Vin Diesel, has made songs. So Vin Diesel, imagine, just imagine, Fast and Furious the musical. Oh my god, that sounds um, um. insane okay okay
1: it works i'm gonna say this (laughs) off the bat it works because if you think about it in musical it's more expressionistic yes i've been thinking
0: about it literally all day that would work
1: oh oh my god oh my god i've got a song already i've got a song family
0: oh family Come and get
1: me family. I
0: mean, mean, they would literally make a Fast and Furious musical and sing See You Again. Wouldn't they? They would. They must. At the
1: end, they they will go uh, sit down, say grace, and they will sing See You Again.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, God. Right, so final thoughts. What are you giving (sighs) a film out of ten? Five. Same. I agree. Boom. Wow! Clear okay, and
1: concise. That's it. That, that, that that's it. So,
0: right. Yes. Let's, let's move on to the weekly viewing segment, shall we? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> you tired there? <sighs> Fast and furious. Woo! Yeah.
1: It's,
0: it's all about family, man. It's all about oh, family. No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be thinking about that musical, man. <laughs> I um, know. Once you hear it, you need it. You know. Right. So, what have you watch this week? Tell me. Okay. Be prepared. Be prepared. Screen. Is it on is screen? It the
1: death whoa, of whoa, the king? Whoa, whoa. No. Oh. Three, two, one. Final crisis. Boom. Boom. Right. So, final crisis. This one was a very exciting read. And a confusing one. So, uh, I, as I said, uh, I've re- I've been reading all the crisis comics. Oh, crises? Or crisis comics that I've been crises. reading. Uh, Inf- A Crisis on Infinite Earth, uh, Infinite Crisis, and you've got Final Crisis. So these are very important to the whole uh, DC storyline as well, mm. uh, especially to uh, Flashpoint, Doomsday Clock, and Metal. So these are the most important things as well. And they bring out the most fatal uh, and dramatic things in DC, DC history, uh, especially in Crisis and Infinite Earth, because that was shocking and it really changed the whole game or the whole uh, thing for DC. So, uh, yeah, because it introduced uh, the multi- uh, multiverse. So let me talk about DC Final Crisis. So this one uh was a bit confusing because there wasn't a lot of context to um for, from, you know what's what's what happening really but you do get an idea of what's happening but uh as I said there was some confusing uh, uh points in the comic so uh I'm not gonna spoil it spoil it because it's very hard to talk about but um those really good moments that I realized. And I feel like this is the comic where Zack Snyder got his inspiration from uh for the um for the Justice League. Uh for the, got... for the nightmare. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Maybe no. Uh-huh. But it's for the other characters as well, I okay. believe. Uh for like um Dark Side uh and, and other characters as well i see which i'm not sorry i see
0: yes i see yes. i see everything <laughs> <laughs> um it's so, so late but by, by the way guys it's so late at night at the moment <laughs> i'm so sorry uh, <laughs> we're dying to bring this to you okay so likely less than 1080 p
1: okay so with this no no uh,
0: Oh, sorry my, okay? my cushion my cushion fell john my cushion
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm losing my that, sanity so
0: it, it, i'm losing my sanity uh, my cushion's uh, gone sorry uh, please continue so
1: with this whole storyline it is so fascinating because it wasn't too cluttered uh, and it was a big read uh, as well and uh but i feel like there was a there was some really good moments that i really liked uh, but it wasn't the same as infinite crisis which i'm glad because infinite crisis was a bit of a um it was too clustered, it wasn't really exploring a lot of things but final crisis i feel i feel like it did there was characters that i really liked that uh impacted the whole thing and it was well balanced with the characters you got batman superman and wonder woman the holy no sorry the trinity the trilogy. The, the whole thing, the Holy Trinity: so, the
0: Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Yes. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, well, it's, like... it's interesting because it it sounds like it draws parallel to the Dark Knight Returns trilogy, meaning you know, the first one's great, the second one's bad, the third one's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the pain. With this. Uh, yeah, uh, it was well balanced, and there was one moment that I really loved. Yeah, uh, especially with Batman, there's a really good uh, thing with Batman as well that I really liked. Um, so uh, the the writing, I really like, really, I really like the uh, writing in this as well. Uh, I thought it was well creative. Uh, it wasn't the same level as you know Scott Snyder, but it felt entertaining to read. You know uh, uh, the stuff, you know the writing in this, and. Uh, there, was like, there was a lot of context that I missed. But the reason why there wasn't a lot of context because I don't have the omnibus for, um, in, I don't know how to say it, for final Crisis
0: because final Crisis. Ah, Omibus, there's, there's always an omnibus every yes. time.
1: Yes, there's every an omnibus. Time time. And apparently there's a lot more context in that. Ah, to what's are you, happening.
0: Are you going to get the
1: omnibus then? I don't know. It's mm. it's a big of a, it's a big of a read, mm. so and there wasn't a lot of space on my shelf, and I'm realizing because it has infinite crises as well. The AmbiBus. I, I see. Yeah. So I don't want to get the same
0: no. comic again. No.
1: So I I have the problem of like, should I go on YouTube to find out the context, or should I just don't? So. Uh, this this was a problem for me when i was reading death metal because death metal had a lot of stuff that happening between uh, the first one and the second one so
0: well uh, i mean it, death metal is one of your favorites isn't it
1: yes death metal is in my top five because it was such a amazing read
0: uh well i'm and, interested because obviously like your favorite's obviously a lot of scott snyder um last night on earth is one of your favorites as well right
1: oh oh last night on earth oh Oh my
0: god buddy um why would you kind of say would you say that the final crisis is on those same levels yes but if
1: i if i had the context yes but for my first read i think it i think it was deeply explored Uh, which I liked because with comics, it doesn't really explore a lot of things, but comics like Flashpoint or Last Night on Earth, but I would, I don't know, but, uh, or like the new BT2 one, like the whole thing that really needs to be explored because that's how superheroes, you know, comic book uh, things, they really explore more of the character. And I really like this one, uh, but I wish there was a lot more depth to the characters. Uh, there were some characters that needed to go through, unless there's in, in the context of uh, in the army bus or something. So uh, yeah, but there were some bits that were confusing. But there was a great. There was a great moment uh, as well at the end uh, with the with the Green Lanterns. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very exciting
0: moment that one. Uh, but the front cover. Well, I mean, see, it, speaking of, because I I think this is like basically the prelude to. You say it was in two thousand and nine.
1: Yes, this so, was written in two thousand nine. Right. Oh, so, so, on. so
0: it would be just before they did, you know, blackest day, you know, brightest night. Um, I mean, yeah. Green Green Lantern. So this is so what you're probably referring to is probably the the prelude to that. Oh, bright blackest night, brightest day. Should I say?
1: Yes brightest day and blackest night are the aftermath
0: i think interesting yeah
1: so i'll be reading that because that's the one thing that's uh, after it Mm. and yeah so um with this comic i there was a lot of it's the most crisis comic that you could think of but Crisis on infinite earth is a bit more catastrophic if you look into it uh but this one did go nearly on the terms of catastrophic in crisis, but it it, it really introduced you know the 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 um, the tensions that was raised and uh, yeah, so I I it's it's definitely in my top ten comics. Uh, oh, good. So good it, it's a great read, but Crisis on Infinite Earths is in my top five. Um, yeah, wow. so. If you really want to, you know, get started on the DC history, I would recommend getting uh, Crisis and uh, Crisis and Infinite Earths. But if you really want to, uh, I mean, if you want to read uh, Infinite Crisis, yeah, do. Uh, if you want to get entertained more of it, but uh, more of the, of the characters. Yeah, I, I found
0: uh, it, I found Crisis and Infinite Earths. Uh, you know, not focused enough. It didn't really. Um you know it sounds like final crisis is better because it was uh you know uh but cuz it's like focused on the trinity but i felt like yeah. crisis of Infinite earth it doesn't really focus on anyone and because of that it felt very you know cluttered
1: yeah uh but this one it wasn't too cluttered which i really liked That's uh, good. because it was it's more focused on the trinity as well and uh, uh i feel like it's more focused on some characters as well, uh uh, which were more important to the story, and uh it just works really well. So uh Grant Morrison, yeah. Uh <laughs> I, I was I was looking oh the one thing that was really annoying is, is that uh it didn't really follow follow the story from the two other crises. It, I mean returning characters or something, but it did have one huge, huge, uh, carrot. But returning character,
0: I think, or other characters as well. I thought you said uh, honestly. I think I thought you just said it had one huge carrot. Because <laughs> is this, like is in the heat of battle, and then like Batman just sees from like over the hill like a giant carrot that comes and saves the day. Yeah, multiverse. Um, but- yeah, uh,
1: but on terms of crisis, this was a very interesting crisis as well because you on the front cover. Spoilers if you haven't seen the front cover that's on the screen right now, Batman's dead. So what? Yeah. No. Oh my god, he's dead. Yeah, but but uh, if uh, if you if you heard me talking about other Batman stuff, the new Two, the new Two is also connected for final crisis i think
0: so yeah uh, yeah i think um new 52 is a product of of the crises and uh flashpoint yes and i really
1: like that i like how comics you know follow up the story of you know uh you know how to make it you know refreshing and you know the ways connect it because scott snyder oh my god he he did it with really well uh with uh with the new bit two. so um yeah, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. There was great characters, it wasn't too cluttered, it was well focused, uh, and it really had a really good, uh, strong introduction to Darkseid. Uh, but Darkseid was uh, introduced uh, in-, in Crisis, and uh, uh, um, yeah, but this one was more focused on him as well, um, and what his intentions were. So, I'm hoping. Uh, there was other context to Final Crisis as well, so I'm going to be looking that on YouTube and see if I can listen to see the whole thing. But I would give it a 10, obviously, Mm. because it's in top 10. High praise, Uh, high praise. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. It was a great, enjoyable weed, but it was confusing (laughs) because I needed some context as well. Mm. Um, but it it wasn't too confusing because I picked up what was where it was going.
0: Yeah, but, that, I feel like that that happens in when you're reading like comics that you know have a lot of backstory. You know, um, you kind of pick it up as you as you go along. Yeah, so I'm hoping
1: I'll look and see some context, and they go, ah, right, okay, so uh, I have a better understanding because apparently there's a countdown to Final Crisis.
0: So oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah that's it that's it for me uh Brilliant. i don't have a lot to talk about so yeah that's it awesome well i'll round it out give a couple things that i've watched i went to the cinema this week a couple of times actually i went to see five films i'm not going to talk about all five of them i already talked about fast and furious maybe in the weeks to come i'll talk about the other two films i watched i watched in the heights and i watched uh supernova i'll talk about them maybe next week i don't know um but what i did watch is um I did a double bill. The first of the double bill was Cruella, uh, a new Disney film uh, about Cruella Deville, uh, starring Emma Stone. And I was pretty excited for this film. You know, Disney live action stuff recently is, is you know, based off of pre-season content is fine generally, but you know, I love Emma Stone and I love the idea of this film. And I think the first half was really, really strong. You know, it had like, you know, it was like this kind of, um, this simple kind of like uh mix between kind of like the devil wears Prada and a very sanitized version of Joker. People comparing this film to Joker in kind of very, very slightly. Um, but you know, it's got this kind of revenge plot through fashion. And, and it was really, really cool. It became very convoluted. The film was really dragged down by how convoluted it was. It was very overstuffed. It overcomplicated things so much of the time, which is a real shame because you know it doesn't need to overcomplicate things. You know, Corel Deville doesn't even really need a backstory. She's evil, and that's all you really need to know. Um, and, and it just kind of made itself way too complicated. Um, uh I mean, I and it's a bit long as well. You could kind of like take out a good like half an hour chunk of it um you know and and it would clean up a lot better and it's a shame because the last disney live action film was mulan and that was real real bad so it's oh my not God, yeah. it's not yeah right it's not quite that bad thankfully but it's you know it's not as good as i kind of would have hoped it would have been so it's not necessarily what would i what one might describe as a return to form but it was definitely better than you know um mulan um and yet yeah, the the second half got so kind of wrapped up in itself um and, and 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 it felt like every character apart from Cruella was underdeveloped so you know none of the emotional moments hit as much as they could have but you know it, it was very um you know it, it, it tried to do some some really good things and it could have and it could have succeeded if it didn't you know if it kind of held itself back a little bit and kept simplicity um which i think would have been a lot more successful so um yeah i think it was good but not quite as good as it wanted to be uh, the second film I watched so straight after Cruella, about like a minute after I left, I went um back in and watched A Quiet Place Part Two. Um, ah. now this is a film that isn't over. It isn't overcomplicated. complicated. It it sticks to the concept of the original, which is really good. Um, oh Cruella, uh, six out of ten by the way. Forgot about that. Oh, cool. I I I mean if you're going to see it at the cinema i wouldn't necessarily recommend it but you know if you if you have a if you have a a cinema, a cinema card whether that be a limitless card or an or an unlimited card uh, yeah i'd say why not go check it out but yeah quiet place 2 was a lot more focused it was a little bit uh, needlessly convoluted when it didn't have to be you know it introduces some new concepts that don't need to be there i don't think i think you know you stick with the main things from the first film You know, that's when it works best. You know, John Krasinski, John Krasinski is so good at what he's doing in these films. He writes and directs them so well. And, you know, I didn't feel like I needed a sequel to the original. And in some ways, I still don't. And I definitely don't need a sequel to this film. But I feel like it's the it's the natural progression of all the characters. You know, everything makes sense. And, you know, the the opening sequence specifically stands out as a really good one especially since it's completely different to anything else we've seen and you know it's just good to be seeing horror films back at the cinema last horror film i saw at the cinema i think was invisible man another great film of last year and and i think that, and i think quiet place really was enhanced by that experience you know it was it was terrifying where it needed to be and, and really you know effective and i'm really happy about that and um, yeah I had loads of fun with that one and, um, and, and so much stronger, kept exactly what it needed to be. Didn't overstay its welcome, but it was a little bit of a stuff that introduced some stuff that I was like, you could have taken that out and it wouldn't have detracted from the experience. Um, You know, there's a, a kind of a moment, you know, the, 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 the plot kind of re- reaches its climax and then goes back down and then, and then mm, creates another climax. And I feel like you could take out that first climax. There's really no point of it being there. So yeah, I think quite a place to, Definitely recommend it if you like the first film. If you want a good experience to the cinema, eight out of ten definitely one of the best films seen at cinema so far this year. And yeah, that's me. Um, so you yeah, have you say you have nothing else to talk about?
1: Um, uh, what the... I don't know, man, it's just been a bit busy this week Uh, all
0: right i mean honestly we're going to be recording two two episodes a week from now so save up what you've watched you know we'll use it later on and we can we can finish there because i'm getting so tired right now
1: yeah same (laughs) uh yeah so thank you for listening in for our uh podcast i know it's been a bit late as usual um so
0: um, no, not yeah, not as usual. You. Normally we get out bright and early, but not this week. I I not blame myself. I was busy yesterday. I'm so I sorry. I was busy today as well, so it's bad timing. But we're, we're hopefully we'll have it out uh, on the Sunday. If you listen to this on the Monday, hope you're having fun. Yeah. yeah uh um, Thank you for listening. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Uh, next week we're talking about Black Widow's MCU journey. We're going to be talking about before Black Widow comes out. We're going to be talking about everything that Black Widow has done. Um, before I, in the MCU, so gonna,
1: the whole thing. Yes, everything
0: we're going to do. So we're going to go from Iron Man to Avengers, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. We're going to throw all seven full spoilers. You know, going through you know what what worked and what didn't about Black Widow before we go and see Black Widow in a couple weeks' time. Um, so yeah, you know, send us questions for that ahead of time, uh, or just ab- or just questions or comments about this uh, at. Uh, our email you can email us ash uh, uh, no as film yes at gmail i'm gonna die as at gmail uh, or get in touch with us on twitter and instagram at as Pod. uh like and subscribe if you uh, had fun <clears throat> I think I'm losing my voice as well this is horrible yeah um, yeah and... uh,
1: okay let me let me take over you if you take over so please tired. I'm gonna take uh, sleep yeah so be safe wear a mask and wash your hands because uh you know it's it, it's, it's those times you know. I'm getting COVID. vaccinated tomorrow. Woo! Hey! So, yeah, get vaccinated if you can. If you're 18 or older, please do vaccinate because we, you know, we're getting there.
0: We're getting there. The Anyways. cinemas are back. Let's not get the cinemas closed again.
1: Yes, please. We want the cinemas to be open because it's, it's, it's
0: a church, you know. It is. You, go. you know, do you want to know something really upsetting? What? Originally... The Batman was going to release on Friday. Uh, 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 uh. I know. I know. <laughs> it's going to be alright, man. Oh, I've got to wait so long to see it. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So sad. Oh, oh,
1: by the way, I'm still traumatised from that Red Fox thing. What was it? Red Panda? <laughs> red Panda!
0: Well, how can you be... T- it's beautiful. It's amazing. Oh,
1: how my God. You? It's There's amazing. a concept art right now from Disney saying, Oh, we're so happy to say that yes. the film's going to be released in 2022. Oh my God. Yes, I saw film.
0: that. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh boy. It's going to be like a fever dream. Oh, right. boy. Yeah. So now, yes. Please but, bring, uh, take us out, John. Take us out. Uh, take us out for right. a lovely meal and tip the waiter. Uh,
1: take us. Uh, what? Um, <laughs> right. Take what you're given.
0: Give nothing back. Heck yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.